Welcome to Podligamous, the Sister Wives Rewatch podcast. We sit down each week and recap an episode of TLC's longest-running reality show, Following the Browns, a Mormon polygamous family originating in Lehigh, Utah. I'm Samantha Kaiser. And I'm Haley Graff. And this is Podligamous, Season 3, Episode 1. It's good to be back. It feels like it's been a while. It's been a good, what, three-ish weeks? Since we've done yeah, Sister Wives? So. Almost a month now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they came in really... They came in hot with this one. It was like longer episode. It was like none of it was really filler content, it felt like. Right. Um, it was good. Mm-hmm. And they left us on a cliff cliffhanger. Um, and so that's kind of right where we pick up. Yeah, exactly there. Right. Yeah. So basically we start out and okay, well the episode is titled The Announcement and it originally aired on uh, September 25th, 2011. Uh, And then the caption for that is a nervous Robin finally announces her new pregnancy to the family. So yeah, Yeah. we start out at Mary's house. Yeah, because the cliffhanger was basically her just going over to Mary's and be like, I need to talk to you. And then they just ended it. <laughs> it was a, so, so basically Robin wants to, they're all getting together at Mary's that evening for dinner for like family dinner slash announcement. And it is a sweet gesture that she, Robin wants to go over first, go over alone and talk to Mary because kind of as we've discussed and as we've come to know about Mary is that she has had fertility issues and she only was able to have Mariah. And then she had one miscarriage in addition to that. So the whole, like, so it's the concern is that it's a touchy, touchy subject right. for Mary. And Robin basically was like, it's okay if you're sad, like you're, you're, you can be sad. I'm, you know, I just want you to have time to like digest that basically before we kind of drop the bomb on the family. Well, First of all, the cameras are here, and they're in this weird light. They're, like, in a closet. Like, like it can only be so many things, right? Like, we just moved here from Vegas. There's yeah. been a lot of drama that's, like, <laughs> like what could have come up other than that in this time? Uh, what I sensed, and maybe was, like, not the case, but she she goes, she immediately goes, that's awesome, or yay! But, and it seems like she's smiling to, like, make Robin comfortable, but she is a little bit, it is, like, a little bit hard, it seems like. It doesn't seem super i think she i think she's like genuinely excited but i think i mean she is just gonna be sad too like that she's just gonna feel both those things like because she really does love robin and that she is gonna feel like she is happy for her the way you would be happy for someone who's excited about having a baby but yeah she can't help a little bit sad herself and she does talk about in her in there like on the couch then they cut to the whole family all the adults i should say on the couch on their like interview and she expresses that she feels bad that other people feel the need to handle her like gently in this topic. Like she feels bad that it's everyone is concerned about Mary's reaction when this kind of news comes up, which makes sense. Like I'm sure it doesn't feel good to be like, have to be tiptoed around or feel like, you know, everyone's like talking about, Oh, how's Mary's going to handle handle this and yeah. that kind of thing. It's a no-win situation, so I think that they handled it thoughtfully, at least. I yeah, I was glad that I mean, and Cody said too. Both Cody and Robin were saying like that it was good that she went and told Mary, 
And so then she could have, if she was sad, she could have her reaction with just Robin there. She didn't have to have crying and stuff in front of the rest of the family. And mm-hmm. Totally. So um, she's only six weeks, so it's pretty early. Um, but they start talking about finding out the gender. And I thought this was kind of an interesting conversation because Mary's like, I would never. Nope, would never do it. And for Robin, this is the first time that she is having found out, going to have found out in advance before she has three you know, kids already. Um, so it's her first time doing it. And I just thought like, I just have, I've had this conversation with so many friends and people and like, I don't know why it just, it just comes up because people, well, I think it comes up a lot now because people have these parties, these gender reveal parties <laughs> when they mm-hmm. find out what their kids are going to be. And, um, I don't know. I just think I have, a, I have a couple, I have two particular friends who are like, oh, I could never not find out. I'd have to find out. Like, you know, it's like, it's like, I don't, and I'm just kind of like, because why? You know what I mean? I, I get the excitement, but. But having a polar, any polar opinion about that is just so interesting to me. And I just, I think it says a lot. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe in Robin's case, like, they've already had enough changes in the last year or so that maybe she just, any way she can kind of plan for it might be something that she's trying to do. But in the grand scheme of things with their family, it really wouldn't make too much of a difference either way, what they end up having. Right. Yeah. So, and of course we know it's you know it's Solomon, but um, <laughs> spoiler. But, I don't know. Okay, we can cut that. I guess I don't know how much of a spoiler it is. It's like ten. <laughs> right. But um, there's an interesting conversation that kind of comes up next about what it means to the adults when what it means in a plural family when a wife is pregnant. And I thought this was so. This was so like I wanted to be like. What do you mean? It's a physical. It's a physical proof of a physical relationship. Like they're married couples. Being a married couple is kind of, you know what I mean. It's like proof it's just enough. Like, like <laughs> yeah. Like you really have to like. To me, it points to how much they're not comfortable with it. With yeah. With plural marriage because that is yeah. such a. That is like oh, you guys are doing it too. Like, it's just... <laughs> I mean, he just spent like, the night at so-and-so's place. What do you think happened? Like, you well, know, yeah, I mean, like, he's, he's doing it every night. Did. He's there or something. You've but, got like, you know, 20 like, kids. You've got 20 yeah. kids already. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, like, we all know what, what's going on. You're married. Like, it just... Yeah. The, it just, I don't know. It just seemed... It seemed weird that Robin was, like, over-explaining that. <laughs> All of them were. Even Janelle was. Even Janelle said something about like it's just proof of a physical relationship that's happening or whatever. And it's like you must really live. You have, must have to really put yourself in a place of denial if that is yeah. what is. If that brings up a reminder for you that that's a physical relationship. Yeah, I don't know. That was just. I, I was just every like, night that you didn't spend with me would be a reminder. You know, like <laughs> yeah, you, or every day, the looking at your other ten, the ten other kids in this fan, like they didn't just show yeah. up here, right? Like. <laughs> Nope, the stork brought those. Yeah, but mine. <laughs> so I don't okay. know. It's just, it's silly, but it just kind of, I was just like, I would love to have a conversation with you about this again now because it's just so silly to me, but whatever. Yeah. So I guess the next thing is they sit down with the family and announce it, right? They announce yeah. to all the kids that Robin is pregnant and Robin is super nervous because yeah. she knows she she's she knows she's the new guy in town, I think. She's still 
she's still like getting her like validation that she is part of this family i feel like like she's still getting mm-hmm. getting her confidence in that role and so yeah. she's really she explained she's looking at all the faces of these people in the room to like gauge their reaction and and she immediately is like asked when maddie did not smile he didn't say anything like she knows that she knows exactly what everyone's face said at that moment which i thought was telling of like her anxiety in that yeah and i thought it was interesting their reaction though too i mean mm-hmm. what were your thoughts there like why they reacted well, like that so knowing this age give or take the fact that they are probably pretty sheltered as very religious in a bubble community like they came from a polygamous mormon community they're real buttoned up i feel like they're just now very aware of what that means that it means that dad's sleeping with robin too you know what i mean i feel like it was that awkwardness of like oh i know oh i i got the i got the puberty talk recently like i know the mechanics of what happened here and it's making me uncomfortable is that the vibe you got I think yeah. that was a typical like anytime you're you're a teen and your parents announce that they're gonna have I mean luckily that didn't happen to me but you know oh, if yeah. I I think it would make you just really like feel awkward like you know you just don't want to think can't... of your parents in that way. <laughs> so specifically, Robin mentions that Aspen and Maddie said nothing. Hunter was kind of stoic, but that's kind of also just been Hunter's deal since they got to Vegas. So who knows? Yeah. Um, and Mariah is crying and she has to leave the room and she goes and she, uh, Mary mentions that she looked around and Mariah was gone and she was up in her bathroom kind of having a moment. Yeah. So Mary goes in there to kind of comfort her. Cody also joins to comfort her. And I was kind of thinking to myself, like, Cody, you're not the person, like, you are, you're complicit in, in, in yeah. like her upsetness, even though it's not his, it is not his fault that Mary can't have kids, but well, it's he, like, still just like. Robin up though too, to like, he was like, Robin, go, go check on, on Mariah and Mary. My first reaction was that was not cool. You know. Just let them be, let them like, because they're kind of like their own unit. Yeah. Like they're sort of, you know, like they, they're the ones in their house together now and like they're they're kind of just tied i mean they're obviously tied together more so even than anybody else but it's just the two of them and that little branch of the family so like yeah just let they're gonna have their feelings about it obviously you know and mariah has wanted more siblings and stuff and Mm -hmm. has felt very strongly that empathy towards mary not being able to and seeing probably closer than the other kids how much it affects mary so like yeah just let them let them work Mm -hmm. that out you know let them just react privately you know yeah yeah i i thought i did so so cody being there i don't know i thought it was sweet he gave her a hug and she seemed receptive to that he left robin shows up and at first i was like this is not for you this is not this you don't need to like stick you don't need to use your guilt to sort of like weasel your way into this situation it's not about you this second i know this is about you this second is not about you however Mm -hmm. Then she looks at her and says, are you feeling your mama's pain or something like that? And 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 I thought that was actually a thoughtful thing to say. And also she wanted Mariah to know that it's okay that she's also upset. She's not yeah. she's not upset with Mariah for being upset. Yeah. So I actually thought my takeaway at the end of that was actually it was not as bad as I don't you know thought it was. 
I don't know if it was the right move to go up there, but I did appreciate what she was trying to convey to Mariah. I thought that was, and maybe it should have been done later, but. And maybe, I, I mean, none know. of us are perfect, so who knows what yeah. the absolute right thing to do would be. Right. And that's a tough situation. Like, I mean, I, f- I felt for Robin, too, because, like, it is something that she's just happy about. She married someone that she's madly in love with and has this family that she's very excited about. And she's starting a new, you know, having a new part of that family. Yeah. And so, of course, she's going to be excited. And I don't begrudge her that excitement by any means she should be excited if that's something that mm-hmm. she wants and you know they've got the the home and stuff and the love for this child great mm-hmm. but so i mean I, I feel bad that she has to kind of a little bit contend with difficult emotions from other people that aren't just like being yeah. supportive happy i mean but that's life i got you know nothing's perfect so yeah. it's just i don't know it's one of those it's she it's hard. married into a mature family like she married into a yeah. family where there are almost adult teens there are 15 kids there already there are wives who've been married for 10 three decades you know Mm -hmm. it's like it's she did take that on but also she does deserve to be excited and happy about this situation especially because she can't she didn't come from like easy street either like she she's you know She's got a lot of stress in her own background in life and stuff, so it's exciting. Yeah, so, I mean, you can understand, like, this is her getting what she's wanted for years, you know? So, like, she should be happy, but, again, it's just, it's tough. But Yeah, and the thing she kind of says is, this is us permanently being bond- bound together. Now we're permanently bound together. This is me permanently being in the picture now. This isn't just, like, my trial run anymore, like... She was obviously permanently, they took marriage very seriously. She was meant mm-hmm. to permanently be in the picture, but she's saying this is now like the final thing that says, I'm, I'm going to be here for a while. Are you okay? Are you okay with me being here for a while? Are you okay with me having your sibling? Like that's kind of, so she's, right. she's kind of identifying like the permanence and the seriousness of what this means for the family. And the other person that didn't respond that was interesting was Janelle. I found that the most interesting. Yeah. She doesn't really react or like congratulate Robin, which they get into it and explain that it had nothing to do with Robin, that it was the move weighed a lot on Janelle. She's unemployed right now. She's very aware of their finite resources. And I totally buy that. I have a hard time believing she couldn't find it in herself to go say, congratulations give her a hug and maybe not be like effusive and like whatever like christine was christine was really happy yeah i don't know if that was put on or not or if that was genuine but she put on a good show at least (laughs) i i I could go both ways with christine i'm not sure it seemed like thou doth protest too much energy to me you know the reverse or whatever but it could she loves kids it could be she's genuinely excited but also, I could see it being not sincere. But even yeah. so, that being said, Janelle couldn't be like, "Hey, Robin, I'm congrats," and then like walk away. She doesn't have to be there to, to to have a party or whatever. Like if she's very stressed out. But if someone delivers that news to you and you're just like stone faced, it's just a little bit. It's very awkward. Personally, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I get it. Like she's feeling pretty lost without work and she says that it was a huge part of her identity and stuff so she's just kind of just dealing with her own crisis of moving but i think it, it probably is her being kind of pissed at cody to be like we already are trying to stretch to make yeah. ends meet 
and then you add another mouth to feed when we aren't working like what the hell's wrong with you this is not the best yeah. time for that and i think that was probably like she was yes. angry about it which i yeah i don't blame like, her because it's, it's like that's realistic like you can't just like add a new person to the family when you're already mm -hmm. strapped for cash like that's just irresponsible Yes, I get the. I would even be not surprised if there had been some conversations about this earlier, where she's like, "If you could just Wait. maintain where we're at for a little while till we get our feet under us, I could totally see that having having maybe maybe not because yeah. I could see them saying that's totally out of balance for a wife to say to another wife or to another not to, not to have kids or you know what I mean. That could totally be, but I could see her trying to like get that message across because I'm sure she's not. She know she knows in this culture you have kids immediately. That's how it goes. But when so much of the financial burden has fallen on Janelle traditionally, like I can get her being like, "You're just adding to it." Like that's it. it just it's a it's not yeah. silly for them to want to have a child themselves that's theirs. Like that's mm -hmm. I you can totally understand that. But like the timing of it is, in my opinion, quite dumb. Immature. But it feels it feels immature. Yeah, it does feel immature. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but as does the like. Of their... I get it. Like you're you're yeah. wildly in love and you want to have a baby. I get it. But like, look at what your life is doing right now. And again, Robin's like 30, 31. so it's not like she's forty. Okay, so like, yeah, she's she's got years left where she could still get pregnant. Fine. So like, maybe just chill for like six months. Even yeah. you know. But... Yeah, yeah. It feels impulsive, maybe a little immature, but as we've mm -hmm. seen, we, they are an immature couple. And not in a way that's in. I'm not saying insincere. I believe they're like so in love with each other and everything like that. But mm -hmm. just the way they behave is just so like indicative of a young, yeah, relationship. Puppy love so, and yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I think we talk about Hunter. Yeah. So one of the kids that's not adjusting well to the move, especially is Hunter. Uh, yeah. He's being just a real like moody teen. Just he's got like nothing to say to his parents. Not interested in football. He won't talk to Cody. He's just kind of totally that depressed kind of teen stage right now. Yeah. He's just up in his room most of the time and on his computer or whatever he's yeah. doing. Yep. Just and they're trying to get him to join football because apparently Robin's neighbor has kids that are in football and it was starting and they're trying to get him to join and he's like, no. Even though he loved football back home, but yeah, you know, yeah, he's just kind of non-responsive at the moment. Like, well, Cody was going like dealing with teenagers is a real challenge because you don't really get any feedback if you're doing it right. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't I catch like, that, but that's actually that's actually valid. The kid's not gonna be like, yeah. hey, by the way, great job, mom and dad. <laughs> great, I love, I love. Well, that you could firm really hand. do this. I need this from you. Like, they're not gonna really tell you that. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think we are kind of let's see. Oh, church, right? Yes, that they're holding church service at what Mary's house or? So uh, until they actually are in church, I didn't realize they were talking about a church service in their home. <laughs> they're all like getting dressed. Logan's got this very Cody shirt on. It's like a button down with like a big weird graphic image, like upper like the Ed shoulder. Hardy. Yeah, like that just corny fashion. He's like he looks Cody like doing just again a mini Cody. Yep, 
Cody Jr. I wrote. And then Savannah has fairy wings on that are so cute. And her mom's like, oh, you got your wings on. But so they have a conversation then with trying to get them to go to church. And McKelty's like not wanting to go. Yep. And she doesn't like that it's being filmed. So then this is, again, I was real confused because I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't think the church is going to want you to film it. Like, I've got a feeling because I'm thinking they're <laughs> yeah. going to a church. Yeah, you just bring and, in a few film crew to a church. Yeah, I was like, this seems, this seems weird that they would bring cameras to church. But McKelty's got a, I don't know, I'd call it a half-baked argument that she feels like it's wrong that they're recording. But given what we know about Mormons and their temple yeah. secrets... I kind of mm-hmm. wonder if that is a convict, like a gen, like a, a sincere um, concern, concern that is like taught to them not to, not to reveal, reveal like their yeah their teachings, their whatever happens in the temple typically. So that's why it's interesting then that Cody and crew would be like cool with it, and then your teenager is the one calling you on that. That's a little weird. Like <laughs> it was weird. It was a weird like dynamic to be happening because he said he disagreed, and I. F- feel like maybe because they are holding a pretty informal in your living room church service that actually they're just leading it it's not really the temple the temple secrets and then it whatever. seems more like bible study or you know yes mm-hmm. like like a like a youth group kind of meeting or or church group meeting you know like yeah that's what it looks like that being. well because like mm-hmm. cody's up in front you know i was like what is he gonna be preaching here like mm-hmm. and he kind of is but then like mariah gets up and is reading like passages from the book of mormon i guess and so i don't know i mean it was churchy but like like a church service but it wasn't like what I assume, I don't know. I guess I don't know what their church services are like in comparison yeah. to like Lutheran church services that I've gone to. So I don't know. Yeah, it felt it but, felt informal. It felt like a Bible study, kind of like an organized, but yeah. more organized Bible study, essentially. Yeah. Th- something I thought was funny though was cut to Maddie at the top of the stairs, and they're like, "Trying to get ready for church, let's go." And she goes, "Oh, that was this morning. I forgot. I just didn't realize it was this uh-huh. morning." And I'm like, oh, Sunday morning? Sunday morning? You just <laughs> every morning, Sunday morning. <laughs> like, come on. Like, oh, I just, oh, it snuck up on me. I didn't realize. But I that's like, you know, I mean, I, typical. Like, you think of when you're a teenager and stuff. Like, just I don't know. I up. mean, yeah. Because, like, I remember being in confirmation and we had, like, a rule that we had to go to church service at least twice a month during confirmation. And I remember feeling like that was a, that was a chore like because you just wanted to yeah. sleep it you know like, uh-huh. and then you, you have to sit through an hour at church and like i don't know it's just you're a teen like you're not your attention span is not there <laughs> did you did you see mckelty in the audience or whatever of the service when that was happening i don't remember seeing her there was she yeah i didn't spot her i wasn't because they don't really they let her not go then because of her of her reason. being uncomfortable yeah yeah, but they also didn't really film it. They filmed like a very brief bit of it, so I wasn't sure if they, if they just didn't show as much of it, that Cody had hoped they would show their whole service, or if they didn't show. You know what I mean? I don't know what if they kind of yeah. compromised with her or something. But yeah, I, don't, I don't know. But I mean, they maybe like filmed more, and that was just edited of what they actually showed. Yeah. But like maybe been. they were there the whole time filming. You know, I believe. Um, Next, we have the family rolling up to a Presbyterian church. Is that right? And which I found a little bit surprising. 
Well, but, I mean, as we find out, it doesn't like particularly work out. But, but I find it interesting how much they seem to equate their deal. They they seem to try to want to make it seem like they're just another brand of Christianity. They keep calling it church. They keep calling it Presbyterian. Oh, we're going to this Presbyterian church. And I'm just like, but what you're doing is not really what they're doing at all. Like, you have some pretty foundational differences on what you believe. But, like, Mormonism is something mm-hmm. else, though. <laughs> like, it's Christian, but not. Like, it's not Christian. Like, I, that's contra- maybe that's controversial to say. It might they, be. <laughs> it might be controversial. Have, we, do not have the same, we do not have the same beliefs. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm not, sorry, I'm saying we because I am a, a Christian, and so Christians and Mormons don't have the same beliefs. We, if you brought the Book of Mormon around a Christian church, they'd be like, "No, no. I don't think so." <laughs> it wouldn't really fly. It wouldn't really fly. And so if they, if they, especially in polygamy, not yeah, a, not well, an aspect of Christianity, FLBS, even more <laughs> than just the right on top LDS. of that. Mm-hmm. So I get what they're so. We should rewind maybe a little bit because <laughs> the reason they're going to the Presbyterian church is not because they're looking to convert. Yeah. Not that I thought that, but I don't know. I thought that was funny for some reason. Yeah. It wasn't that funny. They want their kids to have a, a youth group to hang with, basically. And they're th- hoping that the church will be receptive to just letting the kids like do youth group events with them. And... Well, the idea, I guess, on the surface makes sense. Like, they just want some wholesome kids for the their kids to hang out with, basically, is what they're saying. Yeah. With similar values. It's just such a slippery slope of what are we, what are we saying the similar values are? Yeah. Because foundationally, you don't have the same values. Not that, I shouldn't say values. Kind of. Kind of values. Kind of. I mean, well, like, way of looking at the world is... I mean, I don't know how to phrase this. Like, I mean, they're obviously not, they're wanting to be around kids who are not, like, drinking and and having premarital sex and doing drugs, you know, and stuff like that. Sure. But, like, they also do have a very different worldview, though, that is a lot less, um, a lot less open, I think, sometimes than average churchgoers. Especially them being fundamentalists, like them dressing more modestly and stuff like that. You know, nothing wrong with that. I mean, if that's how you want to be, that's that's totally fine. But like even just that, like you dressing more modestly, going to a school in Las Vegas, like you are going to stand out a little bit, I would think, you know, and mm-hmm. teach their own. But just saying, like even someone going to a Christian yeah. church is going to be a little different than you in that respect. Yeah, I I think what they're looking for is just like, yeah, like you said, like structured kids with who aren't on the streets. Like it's just it's just that simple. But they just need to start an ice blocking group, and I think they're all set. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck in Vegas finding ice blocks. Um, I mean, Pastor Ray that we meet is seems like a lovely man, and I think Christine says that at some point. Who is, I just, I like how she's like, he's trying his best. Yeah, she's real condescending towards Pastor Ray. She's really, I mean, I know she is trying to, to her best. I, th- I think she's trying her best to not be really insulting, but I think she's being pretty damn insulting I know. to Pastor Ray. I'm like, excuse me, a group <laughs> of poor guys come in and tell me how to run my church. Like, or to be like, your church yeah, is not yeah. good enough, okay? 
call me a shark like she calls it so yeah but she so he's like basically like yeah you the kids can hang i mean just so you know we don't like necessarily condone your lifestyle but we won't we will not turn your kids away to hang out and stuff yeah but here's the thing the perspective kind of for that is sort of to like offer them christianity you know what i mean youth group is it's is to focus on that kind of the point like yes it's like a safe family friendly safe hang for kids for like an hour a week that's what i I grew up with we youth group on sunday nights and you'd go and you'd basically have a little you'd play games and you have a little sir like a little you do like a prayer kind of deal and like maybe you like talk a little scripture and like and you have fun you order pizza or something you know like you're still doing fun Mm -hmm. things it's not just like strict bible study or something but i mean there is a religious element to it i mean i would i would think you would argue that like the mission of those things is to bring Christ to people and just kids well, bring their friends kind of integrate your religion into your life and friendships. And you know, I mean, it's just, yeah. I don't know. It's not, but the real, but the religion being Christianity and the beliefs of Christianity, yeah. which are not equating to Mormon fundamentalist. Mormon <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I just like, I, I get both. Cause, cause basically I think it's, I think it's, sorry, I'm tangenting on this. I found this fascinating and I think it's because I have so many like pastors in my life that I'm like, be, have befriended that I, well, you've got, you've I'm just got imagining them. groups and stuff that you do. So, I mean, like you're obviously yeah. used to it now and especially like, I don't have that experience now. I have it as like a teen that I did youth group yeah. and stuff like that. But like, it's different now, especially that you're more aware of stuff and then doing that kind of thing as an adult. Like. I'm more aware of a pastor's like I I have become more aware of a pastor's perspective in my later my later years because I'm friends. So I'm, not, I'm not just a kid who has a pastor. Twenty five year old Haley. <laughs> I'm not just a kid who has a pastor that I look up to as an authority yeah. figure. I have pastors who are my friends who I talk to as a friend. And you've had some like really good conversation. It sounds like with your pastors, like you you've had yes. really in-depth totally. kind of conversations with them which is cool totally and i i think i, I understand that perspective a little differently than i ever did before and yeah. it's just so funny to picture one of these people that i'm close to in this position where they're like yeah sure come bring your kids like we're gonna for sure preach to them like not like directly like try to surround them but like that's kind of this overarching deal of what this is about is like yeah show you the love the love of god or whatever and it's not gonna involve joseph smith sorry <laughs> We're not even going to mention Joseph Smith once, so. Nope. And if you ask, we're probably going to have some, like, some people might not even know who that is. So. For sure not. You know. For sure. The average Christian church? Definitely not. We happen, you and I happen to have a weirdly, a lot of knowledge about (laughs) that. But I mean, me as a 15 year old, just going to my local youth group and nope, had no idea. Never heard of him. (laughs) The most no, never, definitely not. And so, so anyways, they're in like this like office kind of conference room talking to Ray, Pastor Ray, about their idea, and he's like, "Yep, sure, bring him on over." And then Christine just suddenly is like, "No, it was I can't. This is not our church. I can't take this anymore. I can't be silent. It was like we're telling the kids there's this big old ocean, and you can go wherever." But actually, we're gonna steer them towards these sharks. (laughs) Pastor Ray is just sitting here like. You just asked me if your kids could come here. I said yes, and, and you're now like, you're insulting. <laughs> she just like erupts. I was, you, like, well, I like that Janelle like, was like, you know what? This is a family conversation. Let's not discuss it in front of Pastor Ray and make that awkward for him. <laughs> she, 
she immediately like gets her PR team on this and she's like, hey, let's table this. Like, she's got her corporate this lingo. This not weird for Pastor Ray, so maybe we don't force that on him. <laughs> she's like, damage control. Pastor Ray just agreed to like let our weird kids go to his church and then we immediately turn on him. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think this is appropriate for Pastor Ray right. necessarily. This is so funny. They disagree. Like they fun, you fundamentally just disagree. So if you can't be like, if you can't totally separate it the way that I think Mary and Janelle kind of do, where they're like, we're just looking for some activities for the kids. We're just looking just to a nice have thing them for them to go kids. to during the week and make some friends. Yeah. You know. And yeah, make some friends that we think we would approve of, which maybe that's the issue is they're being weirdly like picky about who their kids are hanging with. And they think like the Christians are the next best thing to the but then I to the Mormons. To, that they're I used have to. to just argue the point then that if you're so worried about that and your kids falling into the wrong crowd, is there some reason you move to Sin City? Like, or any large city, not just Vegas itself, because I know like yeah. regular Vegas outside the Strip is not necessarily gambling and and whatever like you know it's it's still a city but like why wouldn't you find a smaller town comparable to the size of lehigh then in nevada to move to you know that and like we know that there's a polygamous population in arizona i don't know if arizona has laws like utah does and that's part of their calculation or what but they end up moving to arizona anyways eventually so i imagine they don't Exactly. So just like there other there's that whole community in um Canada where it's like the other founding land like in Vancouver area. We read right? about Yeah, we read about it um at some point in one of our things. But there's another very there. like it's like another yeah, it's like another home homestead kind of situation like yeah. like um Short Creek was. But so anyways, um why do we move here? Don't know. Then there's a great follow-up question. There's a great follow-up question of what about Mormons? Why aren't we taking them to more Mormons? Because you don't have to be fundamentalist to be a Mormon either. There's probably a lot more Mormon churches. And a lot t- more whatever. crossover of what you're going to preach in church. At least the basics. Yeah. You all believe in Justin <laughs> At least you're Smith talking about the same and book. Brigham Young and, yeah. you know. <laughs> right. But then, I feel like I'm jumping ahead, but it's kind of part of the same conversation where the family sits down to discuss the pastor, and they should at least be LDS mm-hmm. where they take the kids. And I'm like, duh. It's the same faith. And I know, but they're concerned about being persecuted by the LDS, kind of. That is what they say, right? Yeah, it's a Cody's So what is. versus the general population? Because LDS think, has more of like a awareness of what their deal, like they maybe. they're more aware of the divisiveness between, because they're more aware. There's I, more history I of think, separation. I think that's probably the issue, but it still is like so. Like I think that like you can't really. Um, I don't. I guess I don't know what it's like personally. Like if how open Mormons are to like outsiders, though. Right. So yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, are they, like, accepting that there are lots of different kinds of people in the world, and so there are, like, not everybody is going to, everyone's had different life experiences, so we're all going to be a different way. Are they open to that kind Mm -hmm. of view where they're like, yeah, I don't get it, but, you know, you're doing what works for you based on what's happened in your life kind of deal, where they would maybe still be accepting of, like, FLDS, even if they're like, I don't agree, but you do you. Or are they like, absolutely not get away from me, you know? 
not for the kid. Like the, this Christian church doesn't believe in their in their in polygamy either, and they were yeah. taking the kids just as like an act of giving the kids a good venue to hang. Yeah. So it's just it's just hard for me. I don't know because I don't again don't know any Mormons. Shocker, because we have a lot of for some reason interest in them. Right. But yeah, it's just it's just I wonder if because the history just makes it more complicated. It's just hard for me to imagine that they would be less accepting at the LDS church of these kids than the christian church would be of these kids yeah you know? that's that's you think, like, like we have more so- in common than we don't you know polygamy aside right. but our foundations are pretty close i don't know very interesting let's see i think they're getting in this backyard kind of ready for the kids to hang yes and i wrote in all caps <laughs> only just this truly gardening <laughs> because oh my goodness it made my day there's dust like kicking up all over the place and she's just like a little baby in the middle of it yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> and they're just like hey hey truly kicking she's up just a over cloud there with of her dirt in her face <laughs> yeah i was like oh my otherwise, heart <laughs> otherwise breathing uh, it in. christine has purchased one of those classic like big blue intex pools that I feel like everybody had at one point uh, 18 feet in her yard to 17 feet so can't do that right um, I don't know if she ends up buying a smaller one or what because she does eventually get one of those pools set up and so they're getting the yard ready so the kids have somewhere to hang meanwhile we find out later that there are two other pools that people already have so I'm kind of confused as to why we needed this like weird shitty Intex pool when yeah so yeah Mary has a pool, pool too, already which I didn't really I guess I guess if it's that hot and it's Vegas and your backyard is a pile of rocks, then I guess you need something to hang. For like the little, little kids, yeah. I guess they wanted like a kind of waiting pool. But... I thought it was very funny when they're talking about how Gwen was so pumped about their having a backyard and then Gwendolyn and then she's not pumped about the yard. It's just like this, they cut to this yard <laughs> and rocks. So... Which was my reaction seeing when they were looking at these houses, and I was like, "Those backyards, though, like that's, that's bad." Not, mm. They do a beautiful job. Like, that's terrible. Work. Yeah, they do a beautiful. They job. did a good yeah. job. Like they made it look really nice. I wonder how what kind of so life. Props that, to them. Yeah, I kind of wondered what kind of lifespan that astroturf was going to have if they just kind of freshen that up every because I feel like they get dirty and faded really quickly, and then look like crap. I think the sun would bleach it pretty that quick, too. wouldn't it? It'll turn like that. If you ever seen like a camper that has astro turf out front, there's like a patch that turns like blue from the sun, and then and then it's green where it's, yeah, like, the sh- and then you where the awning is over it, then yeah. that part's normal. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I just just not a, yep. not a real classy look, but I'm sure they can just keep yeah. refreshing it. I thought it was funny the way that these dump trucks just unloaded sand and rock just out in front of the in the street in front of their house, and they all had to take shovels and then carry it to the. It seemed incredibly efficient. yeah. I was like, was there not a better way for them to have done that? Like, is there no access, I guess, maybe to the backyard from, like, the driveway even? Like, I mean, I guess I don't know, they but... weird, like, stone... That seemed like a bummer. They have those, like, stone walls, so maybe it would have been... It wasn't possible, but it just seemed like a real bummer to have just dump trucks unloading piles of sand in front of your house in the street, and then to have to carry it all <laughs> by shovel to the backyard. <laughs> And they're just, like, making the teens do it. Yeah. I'm like, what a fun day for them. Yeah, I'm sure it's really nice and cool out and, and on the asphalt. And right. I'm just beating down and they're just shoveling dirt. Um. So the next thing that happens in order is the family sits down to discuss Pastor Ray 
we kind of covered that. Mm-hmm. But then they also talk about having the kids share their thought, which was fascinating. Yeah. Well, I thought it was really interesting that, like, so Maddie was the one, I guess, kind of her. I mean, especially saying, like, I don't like church is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if she meant like family church i think she said she hates their church i hate our church is what i think she said and then she kind of like going to church at mary's whatever that well see they use again they use the word church pretty loosely i don't know if they're saying yeah i couldn't tell what she meant really none of them the whole time it's a little confusing because you're like oh are you talking about the fundamentalist mormon church whatever whatever like going to church in general she said our church so i don't know if that means their faith right like you're saying if they're kind of referring to their faith as the church or if she's saying the way they practice church in mary's house she doesn't like yeah i just couldn't tell like like if she just was the way mckilty was where she's like i don't want to go and here's why if maddie was sort of feeling something similar yeah maddie or if she's just like you know what? i'm not about church right now in my life like i don't i don't want this it's, you know i, I just yeah. couldn't i don't know which way it was you know it's hard because maddie's so angsty in general that it's hard to like yeah. parse out what is just teen angst and what is sincere and she seems right really down for christianity and i think think i don't know for sure i think that's what she does now i think she is mainstream christian at this point in her like as an adult so that was interesting uh, yeah so i don't know if she had a friend who was christian she was kind of always into that a little bit more than her own or you know what where that like seed is planted yeah but um but yeah i but she gets into like a a, her and robin kind of Kind of had an argument there, which I was a little bit surprised at. Robin came in real hot. Oh yeah, for people who are for people who are not her children, and that she's known for a year. Like I just, I could. Yeah, I was like, maybe ease off the throttle a bit there, lady, because that was intense. Like I could feel myself mm. being a little like protective over the kids when Robin was kind of yelling yeah. about their frontal lobe not being, yeah. which is true. But also, these people get married at age 18. Yeah. So, like, are, what, where are we drawing the line on the frontal lobe talk? Because, <laughs> you know. Exactly. Because, I mean, technically, I think it's 25 is when it. Truthfully, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just your age right yeah, now. I like, know. And think of how many other, like, adult life experiences you've had since becoming an adult you know since being like 18 a lot yeah like everything yeah i mean since 18 years old like mm-hmm. what you everything through college everything through post-college you know until mm-hmm. like so i mean it's a little yes okay your frontal lobe hasn't fully developed and they, they talk about like the effects of drinking and drugs and stuff yeah. on your brain when it's not okay whatever but like you can't really like negate though decisions that you've made from the ages of 18 to 25 no. per se they're maybe not the best decisions you could have made ever in your lifetime. But you can't say that they, they're but incapable of they making... It also doesn't mean that they're bad decisions either. Like, but you it, can't say they're you know. incapable of making a decision before they're... before they're Exactly. That's the thing. And it, exactly. it's just like so... She's so intense and I... It's a little insulting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and also it's interesting that she... She comes in so hot and she kind of explains we've, we've done so much to pre- preserve our faith and to like keep be able to practice our faith and i get that i get that she's like we moved here so we could be do do what we believe and we're just gonna get fold that we're gonna give that up this easily but it's just i don't know it's a real it's all it's just all is like a slippery slope every every like aspect of this conversation is so 
the opinions are so strong for things that are just so like a stretch, a stretch of what they're claiming. You know, it feels like a stretch. And again, like she has such stepmom vibes. Like I know she's a yeah. mom, but like the other three wives and moms have been there for the kids entire lives and then you have this other person come in and like again we've talked about like maybe you have a role where you don't add another wife this late in the game like i think you've said Mm -hmm. that at one point yeah so it's like yeah because it does kind of fuck some shit up in in a certain way um and especially when you have teenage kids who've gone their whole lives with these three moms and then you have this other new lady who's then coming in with the same weight as your other moms and that doesn't it makes sense that they would want it to be that way in a perfect world but it doesn't really make sense of that actually in reality being how it would be yeah if that makes sense yeah no it feel it felt really weird that she was so aggressive about i felt like she was overstepping yes it felt it felt like she maybe even didn't need to be a part of that conversation you know it, yeah. it's not even her kids like, if you for your kids don't want that Great. I mean, but like her kids weren't a part of the discussion with the youth group anyway. You well, know? I thought that too. I thought, well, Janelle and Mary are fine with this, so like let the kid let let their kids go. Yeah. But that's like also a fine line too of well, Janelle and Mary's kids are doing this and Christine's kids are not. And like they're fully siblings with each other, but yet they are they are gonna distinguish. But there are always gonna be differences based on who your mom is. It's just so it's a it's another one of those like funny imaginary kind of lines that happens the same way like i don't know why i'm a i don't know it's to go with me i guess i don't know if this equates but the same way that <laughs> having a baby feels like an invasion of privacy feels like in a assault of like inappropriate information about your husband and his other relationships it's just it just it just seems like one a made up barrier that is there just because it has to be to make this weird lifestyle work. Yeah, and I think, you know, the thing is, too, like, even just a traditional nuclear family that has several kids. Well, each kid's got a different personality and different needs. So, I mean, you're not doing the exact same thing. You're not cookie cutter for each single kid. This kid maybe needs more of such and such. This kid doesn't need that. You know, like, you have to tailor for the individual human being that you're raising. Mm -hmm. So... Why wouldn't it make sense to do different things for different kids in this family? Yeah, like even give it yeah. up to the kids to decide, but they feel like they can't give it up to the kids to decide because yeah. their frontal lobes aren't. It's just like a because they're a, so worried that the kids are gonna be around these like delinquents or something. It feels like they know it's arbitrary and they're just grabbing at threads to like maintain. There, because if you pull, it's another, it's another thing where you start pulling at that thread, and then it all comes apart, and all of a sudden you're questioning everything. So it feels like they're just mm-hmm. like, nope, this is the way we have to believe, or else it all falls apart. <laughs> you know, I'm just, it just, it didn't make sense. And yet, I was like, I don't know who I agree with necessarily. If I'm, if I'm looking at the best interests of this family as they are, and not trying to change their beliefs, you know. Well, to change things up a bit, I was not Team Robin this time. I was Team Janelle. Are you not usually a little bit Team Janelle? Are you, are I, mean, you not- I mean, a little bit, Team Janelle, but I lean more Robin than the average. Like, Robin gets a lot of hate, and I'm usually, like, trying to give her the benefit of the okay. doubt because I understand her emotions more, and Janelle's not that way. But I was like, I'm so Janelle in this point. 
Janelle is right. This whole episode, I was like team Janelle, even with her, like not congratulating Robin. I still, I was like, I understand why that would hurt. And I feel like she could have handled it better, but I also was still like team Janelle. She can do no wrong this episode for me, which is a little odd, but that's where I was at. Janelle very rarely does wrong for me, I guess is the difference there. And yeah, of course (laughs) I was team Janelle. I kind of was like on the flip side. I don't think that I would drop my kids off at a Mormon youth group just to give them somewhere to hang, right? I'll be honest, I wouldn't. Yeah. Um, Would you drop your kids? Okay, as someone who's not like super uh, involved in a church or like organized religion generally, would you drop them off at a Christian youth group? It would depend on the church. If you felt like, okay, if you felt like, if you met with Pastor Ray and felt like it was just a good like place to hang out. Mm-hmm. So I think of like what I had for my youth group was not super like we were pretty. I hope at least. I mean, I say this when in looking back yeah. on. So I, I maybe I would say something different, but I would hope we were pretty open, yeah, um, and accepting of people who are different. And like I think about like what you've talked about with your church and, and pastors and stuff that they seem like pretty pretty open and like intelligent people, mm-hmm. and that they have like a good like conversations and stuff with others. And I don't know. I just, it it would have to be a certain type of place that I would want to drop my kids off. Yeah. Like I would want to, I want to vet it first. I, as a church goer, wouldn't even drop my kid off at just any youth group either. Like I would definitely want to know. I would have, I'd have to make sure, like it it depends. Like, yeah. But because there are some churches that I will not agree with. I'm sorry. Like that's just me. And I wouldn't want my kids exposed to certain like bigoted ways um, Mm -hmm. that some religions do have. Um, Just being honest, but so, so do you think it would really depend? I think LDS is out of the an LDS youth group is out of the question. Unfortunately for me, I feel yeah. like it would be, and this is no offense to anyone in the LDS. Mm-hmm. If they believe this life is right for them, great. It is not for me. Yeah. So I would just not put my children there. But but it's an interesting again. Everyone is different. Yeah. <laughs> but it's an interesting perspective when you're looking at this conversation, right? To yeah. So I mean, I guess you know, like Christine herself, if she really felt that way, and like. Yeah. Okay. You know, then then that's how you feel. Like you got to do what what feels right for you. So mm-hmm. interesting. So okay, I think the next thing we get to is the the fully clothed coeds uh, pool party, right? <laughs> <laughs> fully clothed. <laughs> um, they're like worried about. I think Logan was kind of living it up at this pool party. <laughs> little flirty. With that one girl. There was a lot one, of girls to hang with. There was one particular girl. I feel like there was some real banter happening. Um, right. And he was really like the ringleader of all the events too, it seemed like. Yeah. Um, when he like cannonballs two oh. inches from that girl, I would have been like, I would have murdered you if I were her, but okay. <laughs> um, you have to wonder if like, did she want her hair to get wet? Probably not. I mean, they did like jump in immediately. Probably not. She wanted to look good. Yeah. Yeah, but. Cody talks as he's like talking with the other parents he's kind of saying how this is kind of on the fringe for him like having a pool party with co-ed is like uncomfortable for him but again i say they're fully clothed (laughs) and fully supervised parents there yeah and very supervised right so i was kind of like what what are you comparing it's not just like the browns there as supervising but they also have like a lot of their friends parents Mm -hmm. over and stuff too that they were chatting with so i mean they had so many adults like what are you gonna do like, and it's, it's not a big backyard. It's all visible from every point. It was just, a, a, yeah. I wanted to know what his like concern was. Just like the lack of modesty with wet clothing on or what, you know? 
probably. Yeah, probably. Just wondering, like, if they'd have impure thoughts, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Please. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're teenagers, so it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm sorry, but. Yeah. Oh, Hunter, like, ditches the party to go hang out with Christina and Trulli, which I thought was sweet slash very sad. I know. He's just really not having a good I feel bad time. for him. He's just really struggling. Yeah. Like, he was upstairs, like, playing his computer game. Yeah. But then he goes over and is hanging out with Christine's family and, and you know, cuddling truly. And I don't know. I just felt really bad. Like, he's just, he's at a really tough age. Yeah. And being a boy, too, and, like, kind of keeping his emotions, you know, close to the vest. Mm-hmm. And just, ugh. Yeah. I just feel bad for him. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of where we close it out. I was, I was, I'll say, I was, I was surprised at the number of parents that were present at this party that like wanted to hang out and chat. Um, yeah. Did you have any other? And the number of there's a lot of kids there, but um, did you have any other? They seem like they were making friends, fine, yeah. you know, like having fun and like not like. uncomfortable. They didn't seem weird at all about it. Yeah. I thought that yeah, too. I mean, even like Mariah and stuff, where they were all her and like a group of girls are just like dangling their feet in the hot tub and stuff. You know, like they all just seem like they were were getting along fine. So like, it's kind of a good indicator that they'll they'll find friends, they'll fit in. Like they're doing they're doing well already. So, and if I recall, they all could do settle in after a point. You know, uh, I guess a talk about sexuality with the kids. It seems how fun for them to have that documented on camera i know how fun to have for them to have all this age i keep thinking i bet they can't watch these, any of these videos of them as like these oh i'm so glad i would never want to rewatch that age i can't even imagine me either <laughs> me either especially just like maddie and mariah Mar- okay oh shoot um oh we should maybe discuss that yeah we definitely should i totally forgot until just now so, uh, Mariah Brown recently on Instagram just came out as trans, and they prefer to go by Leo or Lee. What was the other name? There's two names. Leon. Leon or Leon. Leo. Though they've changed their name, I saw to Leo in the Mountains. Is oh their the name handle now on Instagram. Yeah, so I'm guessing Leo. I think Leo. I, I Leo's easier for me to say than Leon for whatever reason. I don't know. Leon, but, I just don't so love Leo, that name. Like, Leon, it just seems like a. I like Leo better than Leon, yeah. anyway. <laughs> it's more youthful to me. So, although okay, so it's, yeah. it's Leo in the mountains, but then their like name and their bio is Leon. Huh. Their pronouns are they them now. So we've had a, Sam and I have talked because it's hard. We're not sure how to like because we're watching. <laughs> them in 11 years Perhaps. ago when they identified as Mariah as she her mm-hmm. and they're referred to as Mariah and she her yeah if we should change that to how they identify Leo now or if it makes sense to refer to them I don't know. Do we reach? Do we? I don't know. I'm still not. I'm still like, I don't want to be disrespectful no. because I know in Leo's post that they put when you're referring, like when you talk to me or talk about me, they want to be called Leo. Yep. So I completely get that. And talking in the present, I mean, I'll, I'll probably mess up because it's quite a change um, to just wrap your brain around, but yeah. we'll do our best, you know, to remember. Especially and, when we're living in this. Pronouns. Yeah. When we're living in this other version of them so much, you and I. Yeah. Because, you know what I mean? 
I mean, because I mean, the whole time we're just talking yeah. about Mariah and Mariah went and did that, you know, and it's yeah. not trying to be insensitive or no. insulting in any yeah. way. Um, it's trying to be clear of who we're talking about. And that at that time, Leo was Mariah. But there are some people who are in different. the trans community who do not even in the past want right. to be referred to by their they call it their dead name i guess yeah. is the terminology and yep. please correct me if i'm wrong because like this is a learning curve for all of yep. us that so we're trying to do our best but yeah and everyone i think has different feelings about it depending on how they feel about their past yeah. and their name you know it's just like so i think so yeah so i don't know we i guess we haven't even come to a conclusion if we're gonna i i, I don't know what I, the best route to take is airing on the side of I feel like we should call them Leo and them and, you know, refer to them as they, them, Leo. To be respectful. I think so. Uh, we're going to need to maybe, like, put a post-it note or something so I can... Because we I, we talked about this, like, a few weeks ago, and it's been a while, so we didn't record. And then we get into this episode, and I'm talking all this stuff about Mariah, and it's just, like, I just now, as we're closing... Like, oh, but do we... Yeah. <laughs> realize that that was wrong. So, um... I guess, because we don't want to, like, confuse anybody listening like we maybe will have to like for at least a few episodes talking if we change then to leo have to like clarify who we're talking about yeah i mean like fyi this is why we're saying leo now um leo and mariah are are the same person but no longer mariah that's not how they want to be referred to it's a weird it's a weird line to walk when you're talking about someone in the past yeah it's it's such a specific scenario to be to be yeah yeah because i'm like i'm not i'm again i'm not sure there's a an absolute correct way to go about it yeah Um, so yeah i guess we can we can like end this episode and whatever but i um but yeah just, just a little note PSA that we are going to adjust to that and we'll try to remind you all that we have made the adjustment so that it's not confusing. Um, And yeah, I can't wait for next week's episode. Thanks for coming back. And yeah, Yeah, next week sounds really interesting. interesting. (laughs) All right. Right. (laughs) All right.